Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. Thank you for <clears throat> tuning in again. I hope my cough will stay away for this episode. But, uh, anyway, um, been running around today in the last couple of days and have a friend today who, uh, found out her son had passed away. He'd been suffering for a long time and he passed away. <clears throat> and for him, the kingdom is now at hand. He is healed and he is better off. But there are a lot of people that are running around. You know, the title of this podcast, people are running scared. <clears throat> There's a lot of people are running around uh, because they're lost. They're hurt. They're tired of the church. They're tired of the Christians. I just had dinner down in Wilkesboro. Steakhouse. And we talking to my waitress about <clears throat> condemnation from the church for her and her divorce. And her husband was the one cheating on her. She was getting divorced or got divorced. Um, talked to people in town recently. They just don't want to go to church because they're tired of condemnation, the hypocrisy, the Christian do-gooders. And I've talked about this, if not ten times, a hundred times. But what are we to do? And what is the problem? Well, <clears throat> if you're an American, hopefully you know about the Constitution of the United States. We have the Constitution. And that is the basic principle, basic document that establishes our governments and our rights and tells us how to live in the United States. But then we got the Bill of Rights. And the Bill of Rights, you know, is, is breaks down things that weren't covered in the Constitution. Then you've got amendments. And little amendments to go, you know, freedom of speech, freedom of firearm freedom of firearms, the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, the right to not have troops quartered in your house, the right to protect us from unreasonable search and seizure, you know, the right to property, the right, there's all kinds of stuff. And the Bible, the New Testament, is like, it's like that. Actually, technically, I wish that we only had for the Christian Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I wish that's all we had. I wish we didn't have the epistles, you know, the, the letters that he wrote to the different, Paul wrote to the different churches, the book of Revelation. I wish we didn't have all those. I wish we just had Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You know, because those are the constitution of our Bible. That gives us the basic tenets of Christianity 
the message of Christ and how he wants us to live. The others kind of muddy the water. Now, I say muddy the water because people like to take and distort things, you know. Well, Paul said this, and Peter in the book, in his book said this, and James said this, and and they don't understand, you know, in Galatians it says this, and Romans, and then Acts, and then, you see, these give us the amendments of the Constitution. These give us the amendments of our Gospels. And, you know, Jesus said that we're supposed to preach the Gospel. The Gospel's the good news. What is the good news? The good news is that Christ came and died for our sins, right? And that we're forgiven. He didn't say that we're to preach the epistles. That we're to preach the, you know, Galatians, Romans, Ephesians. We're not... We're not to preach those things to people. Those were letters that Paul wrote to settle disputes among the early churches and different things. And they give us little guidelines and and little nuances and ways that we should act and treat our brothers. But they're not the law, so to speak. They're not they're not the gospel. They're not the meat the meat and potatoes of the Bible. The meat and potatoes is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's about Christ. You know, just ladies, these ladies were talking today and about people so quick to condemn and point out their sin and run people off. From, we run people <coughs> off from the church you know, God, God is gonna. God is ashamed of us. I'm telling you, God is ashamed. We're not supposed to be going out. Okay, put it to you like this: You ever been a parent, and you got a a little toddler or a four or five year old? And then you've got an, another little kid nearby, maybe yours or somebody else's. And you ever see the little kid? They don't know how to be an adult. They don't know about life and safety and food and all that stuff. But you see them when they get in the little babies or kids' faces. No, 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 don't do that. And smack their hands. And you see they're acting like the adult, but they don't know how to be an adult. They haven't learned yet. You know, they're still a child. Well, see, that's us. We haven't learned to be Christians yet, but yet we get baptized and join a church and we think we got it. We don't read the Bible. We don't we don't listen to what Christ says. We don't read his teachings. We we go around picking and pulling verses out of the Bible that we want to use to put other people in their place. You know, we want to tell people, oh, you shouldn't get divorced, or you can't be a deacon in the church because you're divorced, or you can't do this because you're divorced. 
What was the example that Jesus gave us? When they brought the woman to him accused of adultery, what did he say to her? <clears throat> he didn't say nothing to her. He said, let ye without sin cast the first stone. And the men departed from the oldest to the youngest. And then he turned to her and he said, go and sin no more. He didn't fuss at her. He didn't say, oh, God, you know, you're wearing the wrong clothes and you're sleeping with four guys, different guys. And he said, don't do it anymore. That's it. Just don't do it anymore. It's just, we think we want to be Jesus. We want to be the one to point out people's sins. When yet, we have no more right or place to point out people's sins than the next person. You know, Jesus went, walked by the guy at the, at the pool, and he was sitting there, and he told him he had nobody to put him into the pool. Jesus healed him. He says, go and sin no more. He didn't say anything about what he had done in his whole life. Go and sin no more. Why do we think that it's our responsibility to correct sin? That it's our responsibility to point out people's sin, to to run them off from the church. What good is it doing if we run people off from the church? What have we done? What have we done for furthering the kingdom by running the people off from the church? You know, I was looking up some verses. I could be here all day going through verses about Jesus and what he did and what he didn't do and what he said to do. But I found one, two, three, four, five... Six relevant examples that we should be looking at, that we should be living by. We don't need to be telling people they're drunks. They know they are. We don't need to be telling people they're adulterers. They know they are. We basically don't need to be telling people they're sinning because they know they are. Did you know that you're sinning too? If you're telling people this, you're sinning too? You know, I had a friend this morning. There's something going on around here that's... Uh... Anyway, I won't get into it, but... This guy says, you know, Chip, he says, I go to church. He said, I don't have to go to church every day, every Sunday, but I go to church. And he says, when I leave church, I don't go around telling people I went to church. I was in church Sunday, and I was in church this Sunday, and you need to come to this church, and got to do this church. And he said, I don't go around shouting 
how great I am to other people about going to church. He said, I can look up in the sky and I can see the clouds. And I can see that it's going to rain. And I can see that God is around me. And I can see that I'm trying to live a life for God. And I, I'm sitting here going, man, he's got it. He's got it. And he said, I'm not a, I'm not a guy that's good at going out and witnessing and, you know, sharing the gospel to people. But I do what I can the way I can. And I thought, you know, he's showing his light. He doesn't realize it, but he's a lantern in the darkness. And this guy that I'm talking about, I'm not sure if he's aware or not, but he's... His light shines to a lot of people. He's doing more for God than the people that he and I were talking about that go to church and, oh, I went here and I did this and I do that. I do this in the community. He's doing more to advance the gospel than these other people are. Why do we make it so difficult? He said to me, Chip, it seems to be that the people that shout the loudest about being a Christian are the ones that hurt us the most. And I said, preach on, brother, preach on. It's sad. It's sad. So what are these verses I found, right? Let's look at Mark sixteen fifteen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. To every creature. Everything is of God, by God, and because of God. Everything. It doesn't mean you can't preach the gospel to the animals, to nature. You can't. You can pray. You can talk to the wilderness. You can talk to the people. You can talk to the animals about God. Why not? He made them all. They're all His. Let's look at Matthew. Matthew. Hold on, my bookmarker is messing up. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of age. Amen. Did you hear that? Teaching them all the things that I have commanded you. He didn't say pointing out their sins, telling them how wrong they were, 
anything like that. Teach them. Preach the gospel and teach them. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. Man. So we're supposed to preach, teach. Uh-huh. We're preaching, teach. Now, what is the next one? Matthew 10, 8. And this one is heal. 10, 8. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Wow. We're not supposed to charge? We're not supposed to hold people over our heads, you know, hold them accountable, make them feel bad and guilty? No. Preach, teach, heal, and proclaim. But then what is Mark? Where's Mark? One fifteen says, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Huh. What does that one mean? Let's see. Did I miss one? Matthew ten twenty seven. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. And what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. Woo! Man, we're supposed to preach, teach, heal, proclaim, repent. And what's the last one saying? Let's find the last one. not a hard recipe we just need to be doing it we don't need to be fussing at people and the last one john three sixteen. for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life god told us these things to do in the gospels Preach to the people. Teach the people. Heal the people. Proclaim to the world what you've seen and done and received yourself. And to repent and be saved. He didn't rebuke people. Actually, he did rebuke some people. There was three instances that I found, probably more similar, but he rebuked the scribes and the Pharisees. He rebuked the apostles for things that they did. And he rebuked the wind. But he never rebuked the people. Let that sink in. So, we're to be Christ-like, are we not?
Does that mean that we're to rebuke people? Does that mean that we're to point out their sin? Or to are we to preach the salvation to them? And to give them hope when they're hurting and they're losing their children. Churches are turning them away. They're losing their jobs. The money is not coming in like it used to in the United States because of the economy. Food is expensive. People are dying. They can't afford their medicine. Do they need us to tell them how bad off they are? Really? No. Remember, people, preach, teach, heal, proclaim, repent, and save. You try being a little more Christ-like, and I guarantee you, you'll feel a little better in your life as well. And this is Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in. God bless. Be safe. And tell somebody about Jesus. It won't hurt you. It won't cost you a thing. And the rewards are out of this world. God bless. Be safe.